Welcome to Raw and Real, the his and hers look at life and business with Paul Snell and Lindsay Burden. The podcast that questions the norm, discusses the topics that matter, and reality checks the latest trends. Welcome to another episode of Raw and Real, the his and hers look at business and life with Paul Snell. Hello, Paul. How are you today? I'm very well, Lindsay. Really, really looking forward to this episode. I know we've got a great subject and uh, lots of views and opinions on this one. So yes, looking good, feeling good. Can't wait. Um, it's a shame it's a podcast because if anyone could actually see the video, I am pulling some really strange faces. And that's because we have picked a huge topic that has so many angles, so many elements to it. So we have set ourselves a question to answer. And the question is, is it a level playing field? And we're asking that question in relation to man versus woman. Actually, I don't like the verses immediately. I'm not liking it at all. And this topic is just so huge for so many different reasons. And we started off the conversation when we first thought about doing this. And it was because I was saying, well, you know, I'm a bit frustrated because I've got kids and I've got responsibilities. I'm the main breadwinner. Um, I, and I, I would love to do more in my business. I've got big ambitions. And I'm just really, really frustrated at times. that I can't move it quickly enough. That It's not happening quickly enough. And... Um, you came back with something that was really interesting and set us off. Um, we really should have co- recorded the whole conversation. Because <laughs> you said to me, because I wrote down from what you were saying, and you said different responsibilities and choices. And it was something that really struck a chord because, yeah, I have made choices to have children and to be married and to use my time differently and to decide what is important to me differently. But there are so many elements to this, Paul. I'm not really sure where we should start because there is this whole gender bias, I guess, is using one of your phrases from when we were talking earlier around, you know, when it comes to success and the different things that women are just responsible for. Although in our house, it is slightly, there is a mixture of blue and pink jobs. It's all got very, very confused in our house. Um, And I have, and I'm struggling with this, Paul, I'm gonna be honest, because I have the most incredible husband. So he works two days a week. Um, He's registered disabled, partially sighted. So um, he does and can do more in the house to help me out. So I feel like I'm pretty lucky and have a really good balance, but that doesn't stop me being frustrated and it doesn't stop me wanting more um, and and finding a way in. I don't know, I don't know where to start, Paul, because it is International Women's Day this week and their theme is embrace equity. Mm. And I'm... I'm struggling with this. Are we on an equal footing? Is it a level playing field? And I'm not sure it is, Paul. Well, I'll give you some views, Lindsay, because we know that's always a place to go. And then we can start picking that apart a wee bit. Um, I I, I think there's a bunch of things around this. You you picked up on my word choice. Now, let's qualify something. There will always be exceptions. Yeah. I think, as we said uh, before we started recording, I'm trying to come up with two things. I think I come up with two things that that, that were not subjective, 
and that is death and taxes <laughs> uh, and i think that so so i have to say, tell you the level playing field thing uh, is is subjective uh, and and for me just to kick off the views i see no reason no uh, practical reason why women can't or aren't as successful as men i i, I see no reason uh, i see no uh i see no um, outs maybe outside of a, a biological situation where um you need to be this big beefy bloke to haul around bricks um i'm being a little bit facetious with that but you, you know what i mean there is no certainly no capability reason for any difference between the two and i really want to make that clear because it doesn't matter where we go in this conversation um i am i am absolutely sure and, and i've seen evidence and of course there's evidence that women are just as successful as men or the capability to be is in place however there are times when choices also come into play uh, and you touched on a, a couple already um yes let's pick a scenario where uh, a couple decide to have children that's a choice in most cases yeah. um that is when that happens there are then our responsibilities that come into play and that's a choice also how and what you do about those responsibilities are a choice uh, and you in more traditional sense, certainly from the past, uh, women will make a choice when they become a mum, and a fabulous thing that is too. When they become a mum, they make some choices, and at times I know they don't feel like they have those choices, that having children and raising children is a priority, uh, uh, and I'm all for that. In the same way, some men do the same thing, right? Because yeah. once we say there's no black and white, so I do think when it comes to level playing field, the practical sense, absolutely. Yeah. When it comes to the reality of that, man, I'm not so convinced. No, and I think there is also this history as well, isn't there? That our lives as women have been very different and we're on this incredible journey. And while I believe that we have moved a long way, from you know the days of the 1950s when my responsibility would have been to put on my lipstick and make sure there was a cooked dinner on the table um, when my husband came home from work it's never going to happen in this house um <clears throat> we've come a long way but I think it still feels like there is a long way to go and I I know we're gonna have to it feels like Paul we're gonna try and be really careful with what we're saying because in my head I immediately wanted to say there are some incredible men out there mm. there's some incredible men that do amazing things and raise incredible humans and everything else but it just feels like oh so we're trying to please everybody by not offending anybody when actually we just want to have a good conversation around yeah. the challenges for women that may also apply to some men but you know the challenges for women in in raising a family, in being a wife, a mother, a carer, and trying to have a successful business. And it feels like there is, a, do you know what I've had? This is how it feels to me. It feels like we can have it, but it's just out of reach. And it still feels like it is just out of reach. And in part because of the history 
the journey that we've already been on and then you add in and I didn't know I was going to say this but you add in everything else that's happening in the world today and what my daughter has to say you know there's you know I think we can name Andrew Tate and most people will know who he is you know there is some stuff going on out there and you just think really really because that to me feels like we're no we're no forward no more forward that I didn't write (laughs) might try that again (laughs) we are no further forward that's what I was trying to say no we were and I don't know Paul I just feel like I'm in a mad world and I, as you know, yeah, my whole coaching business is about coaching ambitious women to find their path to success and to use their time in the best way possible. I don't know, but I just feel a little bit like as much as we go forward, we're just being tugged back all the time. And yes, that is about choices, responsibilities, um, and what decisions we make mm. for ourselves and for our families. I don't know, I just feel like it. We're trying so hard to make it a level play. I feel a bit emotional. We're so trying so hard to make it a level playing field, but it just feels like it's just jelly. Yeah, I can I can hear your passion for this, and perhaps perhaps I can give you a view from what some might consider a very male superior position, right? And look, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, there is history. That's the first thing. And you, you, I know you brought up uh, a little bit of tongue-in-cheek, some of these things. And I I was at a wedding recently where a best man read out a list of what the housewife was supposed to do from the 50s when the husband got home. Um, and even I'm sitting there wincing at the words he was using in there, and even, even though it was to be humorous. But the fact that he thought it was humorous in the first place is a thing that goes, oh my goodness me, we still haven't progressed yet. There is is no doubt that history has played a massive role in still ensuring that there is a male dominance. I I have no issue with saying that. I I see it. And so I have no issue with it. Uh, And you pick up uh, this uh, Andrew Tate uh, as as someone who's still holding back progress, 100% right. In fact, despicable man, shoot me down, but despicable man. And the reality is that uh, this this progress that we all claim to make, and I was with a a big corporate recently who, and and this is where I'm I'm a little bit off tangent here, forgive me, Lindsay, but this is where I, I struggle a bit. You know, in one vein, in a big vein, I'm 100% for the fact that men still have preference in lots of ways, in success in business, in opportunities in business and and the career. I, I am with you 100%. But there is still, but there is a risk. And the risk is this, this large corporate, I'm going to chat with the MD and he said, oh, we've got 60% of our board is now female. I said, that's fabulous. It's really good to hear. And that's like much higher than the average and so forth and so forth. And then as I talked to the senior managers, what I find out, there was a policy. And and I sort of, then I struggle with this policy. And the policy was, they need to, if they need to employ a senior manager for now, women get the preference. That's right? discrimination. 
And so I sit there going, okay, I understand why you might do that because women are underrepresented at that level. But to turn around and say, to solve the problem, we'll just prefer gender over ability, experience, so forth. I begin to struggle with that. You know, women are more than capable of succeeding without being given an un unrealistic benefit. You know, if, if anything, and you, you, your view would be interesting, Lindsay, if anything, if, if I were a woman and found out I got a job just because I was a woman, how would I feel about that? But what you're talking about is positive discrimination, and we see that in, in, in lots of ways. And when you were saying that, I like you, is like, oh my god, what a fantastic percentage to have on your board! Oh no, and it's like, okay, so instead of makes it, it's a tick box exercise. We need X amount of managers who are females. So let's make that happen. Yeah, and I'm gonna take a wild guess. The men came up with that. Oh yes, I could be wrong. Well, instead of, of saying, okay, this is what we need. So how do we support, encourage, empower, engage our female workforce to come through and be that? And this applies not just to women, doesn't it? How many times have we seen those that are brilliant in their jobs and are then given a promotion that sometimes they don't want, they're certainly not ready for, they're not qualified for, da 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 And it, you know, it, it all goes to pot. There was another phrase in my head, but let's just say it all goes to pot. It's the same if you're, if you're taking women and just putting them into these positions to feed your tick box. What's happening is, you're putting women in there who are not ready, who are not equipped. And what's everyone going to say? Told you she couldn't do it. Absolutely. We're just feeding the problem. Yes. So actually, let's look at this in a completely different way. And, you know, th this isn't my bag at all, but I, I don't think it takes a rocket science to go, OK, you want to do this. That's incredible. Let's bring them through. Let's empower them. Let's enforce them to you know come through to this position. And that would be the same. And actually, you could make that talk about embrace equity. That should be available to everyone. Yeah, because that way you're just compounding the problem. It's like cumulative effect, isn't it? It's like, you know, this is the solution. No, you're trying to fix the wrong problem. Reminds me a bit of the NHS. But anyway, trying to fix the wrong problem. Let's go back to the beginning. I I I tend to think that it's more to do with the solution than the problem. Um, my challenge is this, and it, and it happens in other areas of some form of discrimination, and that is we get to a point where rather than treat everyone as equals, to keep it simple, right, we tend to prefer to try and bring back balance. But here's my challenge with that simply preferring the other part of that imbalance. So in this case, we're talking about women. We're talking about women in business. Let's just use that as a context. Rather than simply what, what we end up doing is going, oh, there's an imbalance. Let's just put people, put women in place just because we can, and then we can show balance. I don't believe, Lindsay, that's actually what women want. 
I think what women want is to be treated equally, given the same opportunities for the same reward. That is what I think women want. The very minute it becomes discriminatory, in other words, don't apply for this job unless you're female, then, then you've just defeated the whole point of the fact that for, for, for many, 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 many years, women have, have played second fiddle to men. And, and uh, you know, uh, I am supremely confident from the women that I know that they are more than capable of holding their own if they're given the opportunity. There's something about women are incredible at supporting one another and helping one another. And I have always been very fortunate that I have worked with women who have done that and really supported my journey in the business world when I was employed. And I guess because of the way I am now, I tend to attract that. And we are rising up. And I think there's something really powerful about also recognizing that those of us who can, and this is a dangerous podcast, Paul, let's face it. This is dangerous in so many ways. And, and because we don't want to offend and we don't want to upset anybody, but we just want to create a piece for conversation. Mm-hmm. Those of us that can must stand up. Those of us that can must be having these conversations for those who cannot. And that's really, um, I was having a conversation with someone recently. I said, so what's your legacy? It's like, oh my goodness. Yes, what is my legacy? And I went off down this tangent and, I read, and that was part of it. I really do feel that we need to, as women and men, because this is not one-sided, we have to do this together. Those of us that can, we need to be standing up and we need to be shouting from the rooftops about these issues, these challenges, so that we can influence the change for the generations to come. So that when our young women come through, it is a different world that they enter. And it is it is fair and it is equitable. Picking words I can't say today. <laughs> and I, I kind of... I'm, I'm glad I mentioned men then, and and sometimes I don't know what's going to come out, but it's not about blaming men. Mm. This isn't about putting the blame at anyone. We have to take some responsibility, and men have to take some responsibility, and together we can make a difference. But for women, I feel those of us that can, we really need to be shouting, we need to be shouting Mm -hmm. loud, and we need to be having these conversations. And and whether it gets you goat that you've listened to us today and you don't agree with anything, have that conversation, go and talk to someone, get the conversation going. But equally, men have a responsibility to help us with that conversation. I I actually think that's a major point here. Um, Again, you know that there are there are people who are so massively passionate about this subject and i know you are too lindsay but i don't think it gets fixed by just women standing up and saying this is wrong this needs to change now i have to be careful with that because of course the suffragette movement succeeded massively with getting the vote for women but but here's my challenge i don't believe that particularly changed the uh, view of women from a male perspective, 
other than look, we might have to take these seriously because they shout loud and proud. What if 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 you're asking for my opinion here, I think it's fundamental that men join this voice. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just perceived again as a them and us scenario. You know, women are demanding this, this, and this, uh, and I'm using controversial words, are demanding this, this, and this, and men have to make a choice as to whether that's okay. Well, you're just playing to that very sexism that we're talking about. Whereas if if men, and, and often this is for some, is an education, right? For, for men to stand up and say, look, there is no, in the cold light of day, and you know what, Lindsay, often when I talk to clients about Uh, feeling and stress and so forth until they understand why they have the feelings they have they can't possibly see how to get to a solution now we have a similar scenario with this in my humble opinion and that is if it's simply seen as women that are asking for something they've never had before that we give them we as men give them then we're already defeated If we have a scenario where men can fully see the reality that women are just as intelligent, that women are just as, if not more capable, there there are, all we will do, if we don't see that, we will simply think it's a permission thing rather than a, a thing of equality, a thing of, you know, it's crazy, Lindsay, when when I I, I read stuff where men are saying, well, that's just ridiculous. And I speak to people, I still speak to people, particularly in business, very, very senior people who have a view of women. It wasn't so long ago that I had uh, a conversation with an MD who said, Paul, but what if she gets pregnant as part of a job interview, right? That was still happening no less than five years ago. And so unless men change their view, it's one thing for women to fight, and I'm all for that, and I'm in your corner, but unless men men change their view, this will always see it be seen as a them and us, and there is no such thing, no such thing as them and us. There is another part to that, and that is we need to teach our children, boys and girls so that they see equality Mm -hmm. from a very, very early age. And just because of that is what it is. And so there is this other element that we need to empower our boys to call out bad behavior, empower our boys to say, you can't say that, empower our boys to want a better world for our young girls. And and see it as... Yeah, see it as a better world for all. Yeah, right. This isn't this again. You know, this if if we risk saying, well, um, see it better for girls, see it better for women, we risk the perception that we are giving permission, and it's not ours to give. We we live in a world where where there is no reason that we're not equal there is no reason it's no permission it's not a question of you know all right let's go and let's go and ask the men if we can actually be successful business women that it's, it's not a permission thing you're absolutely right one of the the biggest challenges 
I've had in recent years is when um, young men are condemned for a sexist view. Now, I'm talking about teenagers really here, not anyone who really should know better. I'm talking about teenagers. And the reality is the one bit of wisdom that stood out for me greatly wasn't if they've not been, sorry, it is, if they've not been shown what's right, how can they possibly behave what's right? You know, if you've been shown that in your home and in your family, in your environment, that sexism is okay and acceptable, that is how you will behave. Absolutely. We have to change that. And then add into that social media. Mm-hmm. Back to yep. Andrew Clay. That is what they are learning from. That that is becoming their norm, and we need to we need to pattern interrupt that. We we, we do, uh, and and I think you know we started this. Is this a we started this off? Is it a level playing field? Um, I think thinking carefully here with the words it is a level playing field but we don't allow it to be oh that is just perfect i think it's it's for me it's you know this conversation if you'd have asked me these questions before our (laughs) podcast i might have struggled to reach the conclusion uh, about things like it's not about men giving permission to women I never thought that I didn't that wasn't a conscious thought but the more we talk on this more I realize how actually society has made it that and how wrong is that I as you know um my my whole business my whole all my marketing is aimed at women yeah I have the privilege and honor of coaching men mm. and that is something that I, I love to be able to coach you know men and women and it's something really special to me and where I'm going with this is I remember a few people saying you know how are you what are you trying to I'm launching a podcast with a man um <laughs> who knew and I think no, I think I know you and I stay with us, listeners, because this podcast is only going to get better and better because Paul and I have such shared values and understanding. Um, and when we come together and we have a brief conversation and to be honest, we don't really know where the conversation is going to go. And this was always going to be a really tough topic for us, but something we felt called to do for you this particular week, because it is International Women's Day on the 8th of March. And I knew that I would be able to do that with you, Paul, because you just, such an incredible human, and this world needs more incredible humans that can together make this world a better place for all of us. So while it might not yet be a level playing field, for lots of reasons, Let's keep having this conversation. Let's keep bringing the conversation to the table. Let's keep questioning. Let's keep asking, answering, and doing all that we can. And together, men and women, we really can make this a better place for all of us to enjoy. And I think that is worth celebrating. 
So happy International Women's Day, Paul, and thank you for your incredible support. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, Lindsay, as always. I've learned so much. We wrestle with these topics. And I love the fact you summarise nicely the outcome of together, we can make this a better place to be. Absolutely. Well, what are we going to follow that with? Who knows, but I'm sure we have a topic up our sleeve. As always, you can find the details of our websites underneath the podcast description. Um, because as Paul has said recently, we don't want to be repeating ourselves. Um, otherwise, we shall see you next time for another great topic. And Paul and I coming together, wrestling with the questions that are coming to us. No matter what's going on in the world, you can guarantee we'll be back. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Lindsay, and see you soon. And you. Thank you for joining Lindsay and Paul for this episode of Raw and Real, the his and hers look at life and business. The podcast for solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and owners of small and medium-sized businesses who want to experience success in their way and without burning out.